All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. All right, so what starts off today, gang, is a thought question from work. I think I've explained this before. Uncle Bobby's known for a great many things where he works, one of which are Uncle Bobby's thought questions. Now, these things can go anywhere from the completely absurd, sexually perverted, religiously challenging, Right? Morally, con- it doesn't, whatever I feel is what the fuck it is I ask. They're fun. I like it. Yeah, in a previous life, I was a fucking philosopher. I'm, I'm convinced of that at this stage of the game. And the great thing about some of these questions, not all, is before I realize it, gang, I bullshit you not when I tell you. People that I don't even know are coming up saying, I got the answer. Or I got an answer. I'm like, who the fuck are you? These questions just kind of spread like wildfire. And again, they're, they're at the end of the day, they're just fucking fun. Right? Again, I do it. I, I, I challenge my students with it. And again, long story short, before you know it, six, seven, eight hours of work have flown by. You, you don't even feel it because you're thinking about this fucking thought question. They're just fun. So I tell you all that to tell you this. Today's thought question, which started out somewhat disappointing, was name five LGBTQ plus celebrities. But here's your asterisk. Here's your hiccup. Two of them have to be athletes. Now, at work, no one got the first several hours of work. No one got it. I was like, Okay, I shut the fuck up, right? And then I posted it on Twitter. I was like, come on, don't let me down, Twitter fam. Do not let me down, <laughs> right? And the answers were fucking fantastic. Now, again, I want to start off by saying I'm 5,000% acknowledging that the overwhelming majority of responses were fun. Even the people who are like, I've got no fucking clue, <laughs> But there were two and a half responses, gang, that caught my eye. And here's the reason why. Two and a half of these responses, gang, were, I I hate this phrase. And I acknowledge I see where the energy is coming from. I do. I just fucking hate this phrase. And it's, who cares? Now, again, let me address that. I know where they're coming from. I do. It's our our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters. They're just like the rest of us. And you know what? I've got no argument. They're absolutely right. Right? Uh, uh, A gay person winning a gold medal in the Olympics should be on the same page as a hetero person winning gold at the Olympics. I agree. But that's not the case. It just isn't, right? Again, it, it, marriage equality, 
is less than a decade old. And again, maybe I'm a little bit smarter than what I give myself credit for, gang. But I've been saying literally since I was a child that changing a law does not change attitudes. Yes, our LGBTQ brothers and sisters can absolutely get married now. And if you think our battle is over, you couldn't be more wrong. I just belched. Hashtag, no, goddamn, two of them. Hashtag unprofessional. Hashtag twice. But again, if you think changing a law will change an attitude, again, you couldn't be more wrong. We still have prominent politicians going to war against our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, our family. So our fight is not over. And I, the reason why I asked that question, other than it's just fun, is because everyone's, and I do mean everyone's accomplishments, should be recognized. But here's the thing, fuck faces. The accomplishments, at least, and all I can talk about is the United States. Again, I look at my analytics and I totally acknowledge and understand that not all of my listening audience is in America. But for those of you who are listening to me fucking babble on another continent, Uncle Bobby loves you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening to the drunk crazy guy rant. And for that, and for all of you, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. So all I can do is speak on my experience as an American, or as some of my non-American family will tell me, a yank. Our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters are still not fully equal in this country. Again, they can, they've, they've been able to share the same marital rights and benefits as the hetero crowd for less than a decade. But again, we still, and again, it's not just gays, it's not just lesbians. This permeates the entirety of that spectrum. Because again, I live in Texas. Again, changing a law does not change fucking attitudes. Again, fiscally conservative Texas. I've told you guys this a million times before. Our battle cry, our ace in the hole, every time something new is supposed to come up, what do we always hear? How are we going to pay for it? No matter how worthy the cause, I don't think that's in the budget. But some way, somehow, for the last four special uh, congressional uh, sessions, uh, legislative sessions here in the state, we always seem to find extra money to go to war to make sure trans people can't relieve themselves in the bathroom of their choosing and also can't participate in the sports in which the gender they fucking identify. So again, this permeates the, the fight. When I, The reason why I bring all that up, gang, oh, let's move the table a little bit. Where's Buddy? He's around here somewhere. Where's the Q-tip? It's because, again, their battle hasn't even begun. And when I say their battle, I mean our battle. If one of us is not free, then officially none of us are. So, again, unless we want a little bit, I acknowledge where that battle cry of who cares comes from. I just don't like it. Because, again, to the point, 
there's at least one side of the political fence that's very vocal. And we'll never guess what, gang? They do care. They care a lot, right? And so, again, to sit here and, and the, the, the who cares, you got to understand there are people who do care. And they work overtime to make sure our brothers and sisters of the LGBTQ plus community remain marginalized. So again, when I ask to name, you know, people that are out and they're proud and they're out and they're doing shit, right? It wasn't a slight. And again, I put it on the same vein as the people who tell me I don't see color, right? I was like, you know, I've done this question before. Name five black people who have won Academy Awards, Oscars, whatever the fuck they're called. And every once in a while you'll get, well, I don't see color. My response, shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Right? You mean to tell me you do not see a large black guy in front of you? Stop it. Right? And again, I know where that energy is coming from. It's just fucked up. Because it is like the exact same people will say that will be the exact same people who say, why do we have a BET? Okay, fuckface, here's the reason why. Whether you realize it or not, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, the accomplishments of people of color are still marginalized. Right? Do you guys understand? Again, I don't think y'all understand who the fuck it is is talking on this fucking mic here. I am almost 50 years old, and I continue to talk about my age for a reason. I am not that old, gang. I'm officially middle-aged. I knew I hit middle age the first time my mother said, you're middle-aged. I'm like, oh, shit, I am? I always thought I was just your little boy. <laughs> no, man. Hashtag rude awakening. You're no longer a kid, fuckface. Wake up, Robert Reed. Right? I keep bringing up my age to let you guys know so that you can understand that this stuff is not from 1800. This is all my lifetime. And you guys got to understand, and I've said it before, how media uh, representation is important. And here's a fucked up thing, gang. Right? I speak for me. I can speak for emotional support system. I can think for every person who's not skinny and a person of color. We grew up in a time where our bodily features were literally deformities. Again, if you were born in the early 70s like I was, oh, you remember the days where having hips and an ass, whether you were a man or a woman, it did not matter. You were disgusting. You were ugly. Gang, the amount of shit I took for having not thin lips, oh my fucking God. My, my ass, it never bothered me. My weight never bothered me. But I'm not going to lie. People calling me tuber and inner tube lip, that got to me. And I remember I, countless times looking in the mirror, try, trying to suck my lips in and, and try to hold that so no one would make fun of how my lips were shaped. Now look at you fucks, right? You're, you're sucking fat off of fucking corpses so that you too can have big lips so that you too can have a big ass. So you too 
can no longer be pencil fucking thin. Media representation is important. And my point being, recognizing the accomplishments of our uh, LGBTQ plus family is important. Because again, I grew up religious. I grew up in a time, again, go look at all the old concerts. All the Rick, uh, Rick Fox, that's a basketball player. All the Red Fox, all the Richard Pryor, all the Eddie Merck. Think about all the comedy concerts that made us laugh until we pissed on ourselves. Then come back and ask, could you make that concert today? How many times during Eddie Murphy Raw and Eddie Murphy Delirious did you hear him refer to gay people as faggots? Huh? One of my um, favorite songs by Heavy D. More bounce, right? Happier than a faggot in jail. That's one of the lyrics. Again, we you have to acknowledge the accomplishments because, again, this is a marginalized portion of our society, right? Recognizing them is not demeaning. It is uplifting. And, again, I, know, again, I acknowledge, I, I totally see where this energy of who cares comes from. But in my opinion, it is a detriment. Now, I have Uncle Bobby just needs some fucking alcohol. Shit, unscripted. Hashtag unscripted. That may be a new hashtag. Hey, fuckface Robert Reed. If it's unscripted, why do you hashtag it? Why not just say, hold on, you know what time it is? You got problems, Robert Reed. Why the fuck am I talking to myself? Again, I acknowledge, I see where that energy is coming from. Right? Why can't we just say our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, our family, are just like everyone else? We are. But it is important to uh, recognize their accomplishments. And before I took that unscripted drink, when I was trying to tell you guys, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, that's what it is. It's the, because I've, ha- I've had people say this before. It's when does it end? It's like, you know, well, if we take down Robert E. Lee statues, you know, where does it end? Here's the thing, fuck faces. My answer for that argument, as my voice just cracked, apparently at almost 50, I just hit puberty. My answer for that is the same as where does it end for our queer brothers and sisters, our queer family. I've got no fucking clue where it ends, and I hope it never does, but I can tell you where it starts, and it is right here, right now, by putting our brothers and sisters of the queer nation out in front, acknowledging their fucking accomplishments, right? Uh, Again, you know, let me answer that question. Where does it end? It doesn't end. It shouldn't end. You want to know why, gang? Because we should change as we get new information. Things that are stagnant, they tend to die. I've said before, and I explained this a couple of weeks ago to somebody. On my headstone, I want it to read out, here lies the world's biggest hypocrite. You want to know why? Because I want to change my mind so fucking much. Because to me, that is a sign of a rational mind. You take in new information and you change. 
Again, gang, not even fucking a full decade ago, I was still a hardcore Christian. I took in new information. Now look at my monkey ass. I'm an outspoken atheist, right? I I do debates. I challenge people. I I talk shit on Twitter, right? And again, that kind of makes me think. And again, I know how this shit works. You you click on something on YouTube more than once. Next thing you know, you're just being inundated with it, right? And it it kind of kicks me to, uh, you know, the fuck faces like at Daily Wire and the Fox updates that I get and shit like that, right? And one that I saw was with uh, the Coontress, fuckface Candace Owens. Nah, she's a piece of garbage, isn't she, gang? I am so not a fan of that wretched soul. But she said something, and I've heard a lot of ignorant-ass people say, right? And it's, you know, it. it that's why I say, and I, I can't remember who taught me this. Was it you, Emmy? Shit, I'm trying to remember. That LGBTQ plus just kind of envelops, encompasses the entire nation, right? So again, and and I remember, uh, let me write this down so I forget. Hold on, I'm on fuckface Candace and fuckface Tucker Carlson. Okay, Uh, Uncle Bobby's been doing some thinking. how How do I save myself on track when I'm on these fucking rants? But... I saw a video of fuckface Candace talking about LGBTQIA, LMNOP, one, two, three, orange, 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 purple, 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 I can't keep up. Candace Owens, shut the fuck up. I hate that line. I just can't keep up. Oh, why not? Uh, again, things change. Fuckface. Right? You, you can either evolve, Candace, or you can die. And intellectually, you're dying on the fucking vine. Again, again, I don't say this for, you know, compliments. I'm just making a point. Here's yet another memo from the desk of the brain damaged C student. Even I can remember this. Again, I took in new information. And apparently, when you say LGBTQ+, you've included the entire fucking nation, and you've done it with respect. And again, this whole I can't keep up, let me tell you something there, fuckfaces. Your inability to grasp simple concepts like, oh, I don't know, things change. Your inability to grasp that, that's on you. That's not on them. Right, and I think uh, one of the, at least by my ignorant ass standards, I can think one of the newer identifications is pansexual. And if I think I got this right, <clears throat> excuse me, pansexual means you are attracted to the person. And I remember people saying, well, doesn't that mean bisexual? I was like, no, not necessarily. Right? Because there are people who are non-binary. Right. So, I mean, it it can be complicated, but the respect is simple. Right. When this person says they're pans, you say, "Okay, would you please explain it to me? Right. And that's another thing I get from these fucks. Right. 
And I remember there was one person at work, and I checked this person. Gang, I check a lot of fucking people at work. <laughs> I don't know. I still have a fucking job. Uncle Bobby needs some fucking alcohol. Right? And it's like, well, if you call them a he when they're a she or a she, when I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't, you know, if you're an it, you're a he. I'm like, stop right there. Stop right there. And especially with what this person does for a living. I was like, you know, it, you don't need me here to explain that tact is vital. It is important, right? It just fucking is. Now, there's an enormous difference between going up to someone who you are not 100% sure how they identify, right? Like, what, 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 what's it going to be today, right? Are you a girl? Are you a boy? What, what do you, what's it going to be? It, right? He, she? Okay, there's an enormous difference between that. And you know what? I am so sorry. I, I, I know you told me this. I, 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 I fucking forgot. I apologize. Would you please tell me how I shall address you? And when they when they tell you, because they'll tell you, right? It'll be like, okay, I, I got it. A pansexual. Your 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 pronouns are they. Okay, would you do, would you please do me a favor? Would you explain it to me so we're on the same page? Guess what, gang? Nine point nine times out of ten, they're gonna sit down and they're going to tell you. But you got it in your fucking head, right? That fucking, they're just going to rip your head off. Again, your inability to understand simple concepts like respect, that's on you. That's not on them. Now, to fuck face Tucker Carlson, I remember he called up the school board member. Now, I will admit, the, the lettering was long. It was literally like 12 to, I just belched out of nowhere. Hashtag unprofessional. It was literally like 12 to 15 letters long. It was LGBTQIAP, and I can't remember them all. And Tucker Carlson, you know, called up this school board member. and was like, well, you know, we're educating, you know, the people. This is new standard. And he was like, what do all those initials stand for? And the dude took a crack at it and didn't get all the way through. And y'all, again, Tucker Carlson, y'all know how he gets down. And he starts doing his little fuck face, you know, entitled rich white boy laugh. And then, well, well <laughs> if you don't know it all, how do we know it all? And now do we, you can't respect something. goes and shut the fuck up. And the dude is like, look, I don't need to know every single letter in those initials to be able to show basic respect. And dude pretty much said what I said just a couple seconds ago. As like, all you got to do is show respect. And if you don't know, kindly ask so that we can all be on the same page. But no, again, fuckface Tucker, Candace, Matt Walsh, all the Fox News, all these assholes have a product to sell. And that product is hate. Again, how hard is it to be respectful and ask a simple question? Gang, as a member of a minority group, I've been asked that question. And I can tell the difference between people who are being honest and respectful versus people who are just being assholes. Now, again, if you are black and from the South, you, rec you remember the switch. 
Now get I again. Uh, I, the first thing I ever heard in derogatory, I was in kindergarten. My kindergarten teacher called me a nigger. Now that was a singular incident. It's happened throughout my life, but kind of the standard name for black people in the early seventies was colored. I graduated from colored to black, from black to African American, and I do remember being out. And I remember there was that snippet in the early. In the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, where black people were kind of separating us ourselves from the herd. And it was just just African, just African. Right. And I've had white people ask me, how shall I address you? My answer was always the same. How about Robert? But I see where they were coming from. I was like, I am comfortable with just about anything other than colored. If you want to call me black, African, African-American, I will take anything than the obvious and like colored, right? And then you can always tell the people are like, I just want to get it right. I just want to get it right. First, the people that are being snide fuck faces, right? But, but, but the focus back on our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters. Again, unlike what Tucker and all these other fucks say, just fucking ask if you have a question. And it's kind of like my rule here at my house, what I call the fortress of solitude. If I know someone's going to be here for an extended amount of time, I've got one rule for them. And that is, I don't have any rules. In other words, if I have to teach you how to be an adult, you don't belong here, right? I do not have children. So I'm not going to sit here and raise a grown ass man or woman in my house. If you don't know basic respect, you're going to find your ass on the other side of that fucking front door, right? So again, I, I assume everyone listening to me is a fucking adult. You know how to be respectful. So don't play games, right? So let's start winding this down because I'm looking at the clock and I want to get this all in before halftime. Again, if you are ever confused, I actually had someone say that today when we were naming you know, uh, LGBTQ plus celebrities and athletes. Someone named Caitlyn Jenner. Someone behind me said something along the lines of, I don't know if I'd call that person whatever. I just call that person confused. I'm like, she's not confused. You are confused, fuckface. You just are. Caitlyn Jenner is a woman in the story, period. That's it. You want to debate this? I just took a shit in the fucking toilet. Go talk to that. Right? Where the fuck was I? I just remember what that fucker said at work and it made me mad. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? No, you know, right. I'm back on topic. Again, you, you guys are all smarter than I am. And we're all around the same age. And I look at my analytics. The overwhelming majority of people who listen to this, you're all in Generation X. That means you're at, around, or over 50. You know how to be fucking respectful. If you got a question... For our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, you ask. And you ask with an honest and respectful tone. And you'll again, you'll never guess what. They will give you the actual fucking answer that you are fucking looking for. This is not complicated. Again, yeah, well, Robert, where does it end? Again, fucker, I don't know. It'll probably never end because things will always change. The question is, do you want to put forth 
just two seconds worth of extra effort to fucking keep up. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. thing going uh, to, to kind of build a little bit off of part one in terms of taking in new information and changing I've mentioned this several times before and I've mentioned it shit in part one once upon a time gang I was a Christian I was and uh, someone in my personal and professional life we talked about it a couple weeks ago you know as far as my change and shit and I don't. I, I was. I was a Bible thumper. I just was. This person's response was, "No, you weren't." Like, well, that's kind of rude. I just told you what the fuck it is. I was right. And this person's response was, "Well, I never saw it." I'm like, "Well, I have never seen you have sex either. I just assume you're not a virgin, right?" And also, there is a passage, if I'm not mistaken. Uncle Bob's been doing some drinking. It's in the book of Mark that basically you're some, and again, yes, you can find Bible verses that will contradict what it is. I'm getting ready to fucking say, shut the fuck up. But basically you're supposed to keep that shit to yourself, right? Cause again, it's for those that are pretty much boasting about your belief and everything else. Actually, I just thought of a verse right now that just fucking contradict the shit out of it. Getting the Bible's all kinds of fucked up. But for those that kind of brag about it, put it, you're getting your reward here on earth. It's those that are discreet, right? Your reward will be in heaven, right? And they're like, I absolutely was. And by the way, I study religion still, Christianity. Again, I can still out Bible the overwhelming majority, if not all the Christians in my life right now, Right? But again, I took in new information and I changed, right? Now, the first big ups goes to my best friend, right? His monkey ass, he's the one who tipped me over the the edge there. And I think I've told you all this before. And I'm sitting here in my living room recording this fucking episode. And that couch that Sifu was sitting on is right there. Not 10 feet from me. I was in the kitchen. There's this big, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I, I can look and I can look right at him. And he just sat there. And he's he, when he's right, he, he gets this look on his face. Right? And I'm sure all competitors have it. It is like, 
you you lost. There's there's no way you can move your chess piece, right? That you just just lay down your queen. You we're, we're done. And I remember it was again. I think I've said it. Name one thing that is unique to Christianity. Name one thing that you can do unique in the name of Christianity that you simply can't do because it's it's a Wednesday. And I bullshit you not, gang. I was giving all kinds of doo-doo-ass shit because that's a legit question. Gang, the next day I woke up, I was an atheist. I couldn't answer that question. And then that was pretty much my whole travels as a Christian. Because, yeah, you can give answers, but the answers fucking suck. They, they do. And every time, and not just with Sifu, but every time I kind of got into it, to defend my faith, as 1 Peter 3.15 says, right? Oh, I was giving the standard answers, but they were always getting fucking trumped by a bigger uh, spades card. You know what I mean? And I spoke with confidence, but on the inside, I'm like, dude, you don't believe that shit. No, you don't. <laughs> and that's me talking to my fucking self, right? And I know, I know, I know. That means I was never a real Christian. Christian, shut the fuck up. Go get yourself a new talking point. Go get yourself a new script. Right? Did you ever stop to think that someone could 100% understand your belief system and still not agree with it? Yes, I was an actual fucking Christian. Please go fuck yourself. But gang, I was married for 13 years. And I was married for 13 years to someone who I will gently say was unforgivingly Catholic, right? And I remember going to the Vatican with my ex-wife, and I had legitimate questions. And the answers she gave just were not satisfactory. They just weren't. And so, again, I always had this thing kind of going on in the back of my fucking head, right? And I think I'm explaining this. I think I've told, yeah, I did. Fucking season one. I just built hashtag unprofessional. Gang, as I sit here and talk, just so you know, buddy's in my lap. What's going on? Hey, Q-Tip. You want to say something to the crowd? He's like, fuck you, dad. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, my ex-wife. Again, I would ask her a question while we're sitting at the Vatican. And gang, I'm not going to lie. Her answers were just sitting on some bullshit, as were all of mine. And again, I think, yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I think I laid most of this out in season one. On my path to atheism. But Uncle Bobby's going to do a little bit of a refresher course and he's going to expand on it because Uncle Bobby loves you. And I mean, there, I, there are so many questions and debates and discussions where I was always just the low man on the fucking totem pole because what my foundations were garbage. This stuff is indefensible. And I said this a while back when someone at work told me, that she could, she believes that a virgin can get pregnant. And I told her, you don't believe that, right? No, you don't. You do not believe in that bullshit. You do not believe that. And the best thing about Christianity, gang, it takes zero commitment. None. Again, this woman that I'm talking about is genius. You know how virgin, how, how a woman gets pregnant. You do. You just do. So stop bullshitting, right? 
And so again, kind of the big point to all this, gang, is I truly sit here and I wonder where I would be if it wasn't for the people who kept throwing punches in the name of atheism, in the name of, at minimum, sit the fuck down and think about what just left your fucking mouth. A worldwide flood? Come on, man. And here's the thing, gang. Religion will one day kill fuck. What did I say? Oh, let me, hold on. (laughs) Religion will die at the hands of the internet. I promise you that. You cannot lie to, to, to today's kids the way that my generation was lied to. You can say all kinds of shit to someone in the 70s and the 80s. We didn't have the internet, right? Please continue to fuck around and tell your children that fucking a virgin can get pregnant. They're going to Google that shit. Seriously. And religion will eventually go the way of fucking Santa Claus. Now, here's the thing. If there's a Christian listening... One of you just got your ass cheeks all puckered up because I compared your God to Santa Claus. And you'll never guess what? Walk it off, buttercup. Seriously. Some of y'all actually believe that I'm going to be tortured the fuck forever. Are you fucking kidding me? You can take a little bit of fucking criticism from the hellbound heathen. But again, it's going to be like Santa Claus. Right? You remember that fifth and sixth grader? who went to school still believing in fucking Santa Claus? What happened to that fucker, right? That kid walks into school, right? They're all cocksure. They're they're all fucking, their chest is puffed out. They elbow their homeboy, right, in in Miss Garcia's sixth grade homeroom class, right? And he's like, hey, 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 dude, you don't even know, do you? Do you? You don't even know how good I've been this year. Man, go fuck. Come here so I can slap the shit out of you. You don't even know. I've been so goddamn good. Let me tell you something. When Santa hits the set, my monkey ass is getting paid, Jack. I'm getting a motherfucking Voltron. Defender of the motherfucking universe. Not even that five and six inch robot shit. Nah, motherfucker. I'm getting that 17 incher. You know what time it is. Right? I've been so good, I'm getting the Atari 2600, the one that had the free Pac-Man and the free Defender. You don't hear me. You don't even hear me. You know what else I'm getting? I'm getting that motherfucking evil Knievel, bitch. The one that you wind up? Yeah, you pull the red ripcord? That fucker's gonna jump over Snake River. You, you don't know what time, man, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I just totally dated myself with all those toys there, didn't I, gang? I told you, Uncle Bobby's middle age. Go fuck yourselves. What's that other kid going to turn around and say? You still believe in that? Dude, you, you don't think there's an actual fat white dude in a red suit that commits breaking and entering on billions of homes? Shut the fuck up. Grow up, right? What happens to that kid? He comes home, his lips all quivering, right? Mom, 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 he's there, he's, he's, he's there, 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 he's 
right? Fuck around again. Tell your kids that a virgin got pregnant. Then they're going to go to school and like, oh, the Virgin Mary totally happened. You know what's going to happen? Their homeboys, their homegirls, they're going to show them Pornhub. And your kid's first experience visually with sex is going to be a 12-on-1 redheaded midget gangbang. How do you feel about your religion now? Right? But my point is, gang, I, I truly wonder where I would have been if it wasn't for the Matt Dillahunties, the Tracy Harris's, the Jen Peoples, the Martin Wagner's. The Jeff D's, right? Again, these are the people in the ACA, the Austin Community of Atheists, taking the same fucking phone calls every fucking week. Not just for them, but for idiots like me can sit here and listen. But like, wait, I had that exact same question, right? Again, yeah, I've been an atheist for nine years. I've got a little bit of a platform now on Twitter. I looked yesterday. I'm out at 7,800 plus followers. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? I'm just this fucking drunk dude who likes to fucking talk shit. How do I got 7,800 fucking... Matter of fact, I love alcohol. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. And, And I went from a hardcore Christian... To an atheist, to an atheist with 7,800 fucking followers. King, I, I, I did my very, I've met Aaron Raw. You know how many Aaron Raw lectures and debates I listened to, to? To kind of clear the Christianity out of my headspace? I met that dude on Atheist Day in Austin like three or four years ago. Right, And then I get on Mama Atheist channel, and gang, I'm sitting there with Dark Matter 2525, Godless Engineer, Mama Atheist, in my upper right. Oh, oh, Aaron Lewis. God, I love me some Aaron motherfucking Lewis, right? And the talk, because it was on uh, Sacrilege Sunday. And I'm fucking on my upper right. Oh, Thomas Westbrook. Holy Kool-Aid. Holy shit, I love that guy. And in my upper right hand, left-hand screen was Aaron Raw. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I love it how you're just sitting there like you're not Aaron fucking raw, right? And the highlight of my internet career as an atheist, I made Aaron raw belly laugh, right? I was like, holy shit, that's Aaron raw. (laughs) And I did another one on a granny atheist channel. Get down, buddy. There you go. I love that Q-tip, right? And I'm sitting there and that's when I met for the first time the magnificent motherfucking Cynthia McDonald. Right? And in my upper left-hand screen again, was him at Meta, the fucking friendly atheist. And again, I'm sitting like, dude, I'm just going to fanboy. And I, again, I love it how you're just sitting here like you're not him at fucking Meta. <clears throat> again, I sit here, I listen to all his shit, and I was trying to clear out all this religious headspace. Right? And again, it's like, and, and I'm biting off of Matt Dillahunty when I say this. If you can, if it is safe, and yes, I do mean safe, please come clean about your fucking atheism. If not for you, you don't know who's listening to you talk. It may be another Robert Reed trying to figure this shit out, right? But gang, the reason why I'm dropping this shit right now is I, I was listening to Seth fucking Andrews. And again, the first time that guy liked something I tweeted, I was like, you've got to be fucking it. I love it how you just like my fucking tweet 
like you're not Seth fucking Andrews, right? I'm just going to take a fucking drink. And, and so, I mean, I listen to his stuff as well. And I'm about to bite off of his shit a little bit. Some of y'all are like, what does that mean? That means you weren't raised in the 80s. Biting means you're copying someone's style. I'm about to bite the shit out of Seth. But I was working out and I was listening to his podcast, right? And, and, and he was talking about controversial Bible verses. And I would like to say he said exactly what I said, but it's probably more I said what it is he has said. And I've told Christians, read that Bible. Do not listen to your pastors, your priests. Do not listen to fucking apologists. Read that Bible the way you would read a fucking book. Seriously. And, and stop with the whole bullshit, you know, with all these apologists, hermeneutics, all these, just stop it. Just read that fucking Bible. Do you agree with it? Right? Well, well, Robert, you know, it's not my standards. God, shut the fuck up. I said, you fucking read it. Now, I've read the Bible three times from cover to fucking cover. Right? And the last two times I read it, I did it as an atheist. And again, I'm looking at this shit with totally different eyes now. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? And again, so what Seth did was he, he sat there and he went over some controversial verses and he broke it down as a non-believer versus a Christian trying to squeeze this in in some realm of morality. Gang, this shit just can't be defended. Now again, imitation is their greatest form of fucking flattery. So I'm going to do two Bible verses. In honor of my main man, Seth motherfucking Andrews. I'm going to take a drink to you, man. And not just Seth, but again, everyone who raised me in the game. Again, I'm going to fuck some of this up. But again, Aaron fucking Raw, Matt motherfucking Dillahunty, Tracy fucking Harris, Mandisa, I'm so sorry. My brain just fucking farted. I cannot remember your magnificent la Is it Thomas? I think so. Mandisa Thomas. Tracy motherfucking Harris. Jen fucking people. Uh, all you motherfuckers. But this one is for Seth Andrews. Again, I listen to you so fucking much, man. And what you did was magnificent. But my two Bible verses... The first one is 2 Kings 2.24. Again, something that I read when I was a Christian and something I read as an atheist, except as a Christian, I had to sit here and make excuses for this bullshit. So in 2 Kings 2.24, I'm not going to do the whole fucking verse, but basically one of God's prophets, Elijah, was called Baldy by uh, 42 kids. He got butt hurt. So he asked his intergalactic bodyguard, hey, God, you got some backup for me? These assholes just tease me because I don't have working hair follicles. Now, if I'm the all-knowing, all-loving, most powerful God, you know what I've told fucking Elijah? Walk it off, dipshit. If that's the worst thing that's going to happen to you today, Elijah, you've had a pretty good fucking day, right? 
But oh no, 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 no. That's not what God did. Nope. You guys want to know what the all loving God did for a fuck face Elijah who got gang? I am bald. Are you kidding me? I grew up being called nigger. If the worst thing you got for me is baldy, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. But if I do, I'm going to laugh. Right? I might take my dick out and slap you across the fucking cheek. Give me a break. But you know what the all-loving, all-powerful God did to avenge his prophet Elijah? He sent two she-bears. And they were specific. They said she-bears. You know what those bears did? They murdered 42 fucking teenage boys, Jack. Do you know what kind of fucking whore it is if you are kid number 42 and you fucking saw 41 of your homeboys get fucked up? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. What kind of mental anguish are you in when you see 41 of your homeboys get fucked up in the most horrific fucking manner, Jack, and you're last? Now, again, I, 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 when I first got on Twitter, I can't, it was North by Northwest. It was some Christian apologist asshole. And gang, he did exactly what they're supposed to do, Right. And it's, well, you know, Robert, if you read it correctly, right, it says to go up the mountain. No, no. If you do hermeneutics and you translate it to ancient Egypt and ancient Italian and ancient Roman, you pinch your nibble six times and you roll around three times. What that means is God loves you. Shut the fuck up. And he sat there and it made these. And I'm not lying. He sat there because it was like he went up to something like whatever the fuck. And that's when the 42 boys got slaughtered. And he sat there and made excuses for it. There is no excuse to be had. Again, if you were that insulted, you're that powerful and kind, just clap your finger, your hands twice. The kids fall asleep painlessly. They don't wake up. But apparently the Christian God cannot think of a better way to solve problems than through fucking mass homicide. What kind of dick is that? I can go all up for all day and I just want to keep this to a two-part episode, gang. But that was one of the things that I, I had questions about. Why would God send two bears to kill teenagers for calling someone bold? And the last one is Deuteronomy. Right? I think it's 23 verses 28 and 29. And it's a you break it, you buy it clause. If you rape a woman who is a virgin, who is not betrothed, you are to pay her father 50 shekels of silver and you are to marry her without the possibility of divorce because that is your punishment, as in the rapist punishment. You want to know why? It's a you break it, you buy it clause. Kind of like Texas. The only worth a woman had is what was between her legs. And if you rob that from her, her father could no longer get an appropriate bride price. So he basically had to sell his daughter at fucking Walmart discounted rate rates. Seriously. And again, I've had pastors to my face tell me, right? Oh, well, Robert, that's how they took care of the woman. But shut the fuck up. You mean to tell me that caring for a woman means forcing her to marry the man who just fucking raped her? She has to fuck him now whenever he wants to be fucked, washes dirty drawers, 
wipe the nose of his fucking brat kids, cook his meals. What the fuck's the matter with you? Right? And if you really think that that's appropriate, again, I'm knocking on wood. I'm not wishing this on anybody. But if your daughter gets raped, you tell me, fuckface, how fast should we book the church? No, we're not. You want to know why? You're going to be like me and everybody else. You're going to go get a fucking gun and you're going to find the dude who hurt your daughter and you're going to make sure his monkey ass saw this last sunrise. You can't defend this shit. I should do a whole episode like Seth did. But again, these are the questions that I had growing up as a fucking Christian. And I was allowed to ask, but the answer I had to be satisfied with was sitting on some bullshit. Like the answer I got when I brought this up as a Christian was, right, how can your measly three-pound brain understand the glorious ending of fucking God? You can't understand why he would allow a woman to get raped. What the fuck's the matter with you and your tiny brain, fuckface? Now stand in line and go out there and defend the fucking uh, faith. You have to be satisfied with doo-doo-ass answers as a Christian. As an atheist, you are now allowed to say, I don't buy it. So to wrap this portion up, gang, again, I just wanted to give big ups to, to, to the atheists that came before me. And again, you guys sat there and you endured the same mind-numbing fucking questions. And again, it is only now I see why it is. Sometimes you need a break from that shit. But again, for all the names that I named and for all the names that I've left off, thank you so fucking much. But this one was for Seth fucking Andrews, man. I listened to one of your latest podcasts. And again, that's exactly, I, I think, I know you were. You were a hardcore Christian just like I was. And those questions are fucking legit. And again, as a Christian, you had to be satisfied as a cert, at a certain point. As an atheist, you get to continue to say, that shit just doesn't make any more goddamn sense. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you some fucking problems today. So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up. If you are not on board with my LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters and family, shut the fuck up. Again, your inability to grasp simple fucking concepts, that's not on them, fuckface. That's on you, right? Again, if I have to teach you how to be an adult, one, you don't belong in my house, and two, you don't belong out there in normal society. Again, I don't know where it ends, but I can tell you where it fucking starts, and it's right here, right now. And again, if I may suggest, stop saying the old line, who cares? Because there's a side of the political fence with clout and power, and they do care. And they're making the lives of our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters that much difficult. Again, Changing a law does not change attitudes. We still have people fighting against our queer nation. They are our family. And if they aren't free, nobody's free. And again, it can't be up to them. 
It's got to be up to everybody else. I told you, no movement gains traction until its antithesis takes up arms. To my cis family, to my hetero family, you got to step up. The queer nation fucking needs you. Next one up, lastly, but not motherfucking leastly, to atheism, do not shut the fuck up. Keep talking. Again, you may be tired of it. You just may. And I, at this point, being as active as I am on social media, I get it. I get it. But you got to keep going because you don't know who's listening in the background. That last sentence that you give up on may be that last sentence that that one person needed to get them up and over. I am an anti-theist. I do believe the world would be better without religion, especially Christianity. Again, the best part about Christianity requires no commitment. You do not raise your children like this. Christians, you just don't. A foundation that says that you were born so wretched that you deserve the worst possible treatment ever is not the foundation for a good worldview. It just isn't. This love me or else mentality is sitting on some bullshit. And again, I wonder where I would be if it wasn't for the people who came before me. And again, in a special shout to Seth motherfucking Andrews. All of y'all, I, Aaron Ra, Matt Dillahunty, I listen to your podcast. I listen to your debates and lectures. And I say thank you to Sifu. I say thank you. Again, my life has been made better when I lost the superstition and started to think and more importantly, take responsibility for myself. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Jen and Truth.